Hello, 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 everyone. I hope you are well today. Today's topic is 13 smart ways to increase revenue from your existing clients. This is one way, of course, that money is hidden in our businesses, that there are ways to actually increase our revenue from our existing client base rather than going out and finding new customers and clients all the time, which is usually more time consuming and more costly for our businesses. So I'm going to speak about those 13 ways today. So there is often for many, many businesses. Now, this, of course, does not apply to every single sector and every single business and not every single one of these points will apply to every single business. But whilst I am going through these, I would like you to think to yourself, how can this be applied in my industry, in my business, in my sector? It may not be able to be applied exactly as I describe it, but you may have ways that you can start morphing what I talk about, that you can start going, well, actually, although I can't do this exactly that way, that makes me think of this other thing that's very related that I could then do as well and I could then put in place. So I want you to think about that as I'm going through these 13 ways because there may be tweaks that you can make to these that mean that it's gonna be much more applicable for you, your type of business, your industry, your sector. Because of course, I know that we have a wide, wide range of different businesses, different industries and different sectors. So make sure that you can pull out what is relevant to you. Number one is something that actually really bugs me from time to time when you find the opposite happening. Because for me, number one is rewarding loyalty. Loyal customers can and should be rewarded in our business, whether it's freebies or incentives, whatever that is in your business, rewarding loyalty is really, really important. Now, in some industries, you can have some kind of loyalty card or VIP card, and that can work that way. Rewarding loyalty in general makes your customers more of a cheerleader for your business and therefore works really well overall. Everyone wins. The customer wins because they're being rewarded for loyalty and the business wins because people are saying incredibly positive things about you. They're excited to tell their friends all those good things which work when you reward loyalty. So that is number one. And I know in businesses, when I interact with a business and I see I'm not being rewarded for loyalty, that really annoys me. I had a situation with the AA, you know, the breakdown cover people. And I was on my third year of auto renewing with them. And my husband saw something and he said, why are we paying so much for the AA? And I said, well, that was, that's, you know, that's the renewal. That's what they they charge for the service that we purchased and he said yeah but look at this advert and it was an advert for new customers and the price the new customer was paying was hundreds of pounds less a year it was a fraction of what i was being quoted as a loyal customer and that infuriates me hiking the price up year on year for loyal customers but keeping it low for your new people coming in. Now, I understand that in some industries, people have to do that, particularly the insurance type based industries. That is the method that they use to get you in, but that is in no way building a warm and fuzzy feeling for the company that you're interacting with. And that's what we want to, we do have clients who feel warm and fuzzy about us. And so rewarding loyalty 
is a way to do that, which helps everyone win. It increases our revenue from our existing customers and it win for them at the same time. So the second thing, the second way could be to provide a financial incentive for booking additional work. So again, it depends on how you work with clients, whether you have recurrings or one-off jobs. But when you finish a piece of work or a job and you did a great job, then giving some kind of incentive to carry on working with you or to book another job with you, some additional work within an agreed structured time frame can be a great way to increase revenues from your current customers as well. Of course, you need to work out what that looks like if the incentive is going to be purely financial and make sure that your any work is still completely profitable to you or not to throw away profits. But that is something you can think about because if you get work with a current client, you're not having to pay the cost of client acquisition from a, for a new client coming in. So you essentially save that um, when you're looking at your profit calculation. So something to think about there, number two. Number two, providing a financial incentive for booking additional work with you. Number three, give them some kind of lower cost add-on option. Okay, so how can you get some kind of add-on? So if you do logo design, for example, can you offer some kind of social media kit that goes along with it as, a, as an add-on? You sometimes see people selling kind of beard oil and you get a beard comb thing. I think that's what it's called. As an add-on to that a lower cost add-on. Fast food restaurants do this all the time, adding on things. If you get a burger, you get a chips for less money and those kinds of things. So is there some kind of lower cost add-on option that you can give your customer that increases their lifetime value, increases their spend with you, increases the revenue the business is getting as well. And of course, they are getting great value at the same time. So making sure again, that these situations are win-wins for everyone is really, really important too. So number four, finding solutions to your client's back burner problems. So identifying through discussions with them projects that they need done that they had maybe forgotten about. So we all notice when we're working with customers or clients that there might be other stuff in their business that either all projects that they've kind of started and then they've stopped or there are ways that things could be improved generally in their business, but they've got a to-do list as long as their arms, like all of us do, but we actually think actually we could really help with that. That thing that I've seen over there that is our wheelhouse. We could, we could help and support them with that. And that's number four, finding those solutions to the back burner problems that your clients have that you've spotted or they've told you about that actually you can help and support fix those. You can help with those problems and you can support them with that. Number five is leveraging existing relationships to make new ones. Referrals. Referrals should be a huge part of any particularly service-based businesses business. 
So letting your existing clients know that referrals are a part of your business is a first stage. Reminding your existing loyal clients that the door is open for them to recommend your services to their friends, their family, their colleagues, whatever that might be, so that can help bring in new customers and clients to you. It is a great, great way, again, of increasing the revenue from existing clients because if your existing clients are referring you because you're doing amazing work for them, what that means is you're not spending on ads. You're not spending on a salesperson, on those kinds of types of things. So it is a real win for you. And also, you know, when we recommend somebody to another business, that feels good to us too, because we're helping and supporting our friend or family member or colleague or whatever that is as well. So that is number five, leveraging existing relationships to make new ones via referrals. Number six is listening carefully for unmet needs. So having a conversation with your client, having a conversation with your customer, it is natural that at some point they will be sharing frustrations with you. You can get into discussions about these, you can listen carefully, and you can understand if there is any way that you can currently support them with your solutions, or it may also yield insights for you into new services or product solutions that your business might want to think about moving into and might want to think about offering. Now, I am not saying that every conversation you have with a client, you should design a new service or product. But if you're having enough conversations with enough people that are mentioning similar things, then this may be a trigger for you as well, okay? So something to think about with that as well. Listening carefully for unmet needs. Number seven, encouraging bundled services from the beginning. So putting together bundles of your service or your product so that the customer gets better value, that they get their needs met more, and also you're increasing that, that value of a customer to you as the business. So again, a complete win-win bundling services together so that you are serving your clients to the highest level and they are also getting great value from you. So not only does that increase, of course, the revenue from your existing client, but it increases their kind of sticky with you as well at the same time and it increases their ability to get great results and also starts increasing things like their ability to refer as a result of that as well so all these things i am speaking about although they are all things that are aimed to increase revenue from your existing customers they are also things that are designed to give your customer or client a better experience with you at the same time because when we increase revenue from our existing customers or clients, we also need to make sure we are increasing value to them at the same time. And that is, of course, incredibly, incredibly important too. So number eight, one very, very close to my heart, share great content on a regular basis. Sharing great content is so incredibly important. As anyone who closely knows me will know, I am a big fan of this because sharing your knowledge 
sharing your content is positive both for your customer, it is positive for your prospect, it is positive for your business because it attracts people towards it. So that is incredibly important as well. Once your potential customer turns into a actual customer, then it's still great to be sharing information and content with them through email marketing, through, you know, through social media and all those kinds of things, because again, you are helping and supporting them to the fullest. It will help them ascend through whichever revenue model you might have. It will help them make decisions to rebuy from you or come back to you for other things. And great content is a win, not just for prospective customers, but also to keep your current customers engaged as well at the same time, coming back to you more regularly and making sure that they are getting great value at the same time. So that's number eight. Number nine, targeting your current customers with email marketing campaigns. Now, we all know that email marketing is not the same as it was in 1990 when we were really excited when we got an email. Do you remember the time? They even made that film, didn't they? You've got mail, where people are excited about getting emails. That is not the case anymore, of course, unless you're on an email list that gives you great value and you enjoy reading and you enjoy opening and you actually enjoy finding out what they're selling because that happens. And so we can get to a point in our business where we're that person for somebody, that they enjoy getting our email, that actually we like receiving it. That is incredibly powerful, both with prospects and with customers as well. So thinking about how you can get your email marketing campaigns to that point where you have the you've got mail effect and people are excited to see you in their inbox is a real, real skill and one that is a good idea to be working out within a business as well at the same time. Now, I'm not saying we have this perfect. We certainly don't, but it is something to work on for sure. That will increase your revenue from your existing customers because not only will it make them want to you know, buy from you the other things that you are selling, but it will also, you know, if you're delivering value with your marketing campaigns as well, then it will also be a positive thing as well at the same time. So that's number nine. Number 10, get to know your customer's needs and pain points. So getting to know your customer well means that you can have successful upsells or sell complimentary services. It also means that you can deliver incredible value. So once you understand the needs of the customer and their pain points, you have lots more opportunities to increase referrals, to increase your revenue from all these things. So really, this kind of comes back to the listening as well. Understanding the needs and pain points is really, really important. And that is number 10. So number 11, sharing your knowledge and expertise. So you can always bring additional value by analyzing the way you do business with your customers and how they do business with you and their clients bringing your industry knowledge and expertise to help them solve a problem or offer some competitive advantage is quantifiable in your business. So being seen as that kind of strategic consultant position can be really great because it can have an incredibly positive impact on both you and your client's businesses as well. And when you have positive impact on your client or customer's business, you also end up having a positive impact on your own. My children have this book and it's called 
think it's called something about bucket filling, something about being a bucket filler. It's a great little book for children. And it basically teaches them that everyone carries an invisible bucket and all day long, you are either dipping into someone's bucket or you are adding to somebody's bucket. Bucket dippers are not good people, not nice to be a bucket dipper. It's not kind, but it's great to fill up other people's buckets. These buckets hold the good feelings and thoughts. And so what we want to do is we want to be bucket fillers because the story goes along and it explains that when you fill up someone else's bucket, your own bucket fills up too. But when you dip into someone else's bucket, your own bucket also gets dipped into. And so we want to make sure that we are bucket fillers in our business. And so when we're filling other people's buckets, when we're filling our clients' buckets, we're also filling ourselves as well. This is a lot of what today's session is actually about. I've only just kind of linked those two in my head, but, uh, but this is a lot of what it's about. So number 12 is uh, run targeted upsell offers. So targeting promotions or existing customers to upsell to them. Of course, being strategic with that, not just offering kind of junk discounts, but being strategic with that and adding kind of variants of popular things, complementary services or products that you might have, things that you know are going to help and support them get the results that they want to get is a great, a great thing to do as well to increase that revenue and also support your client further as well at the same time. And number 13 creating constant user feedback loops. So making sure that you are getting client and customer feedback, making sure that you're understanding how your clients feel about you, your value, your offerings, your services, so that you can feed those back into what you are providing for them. So you can loop those back into the conversations, the services, all those things, the current services, the current value, and any other ideas and thoughts that you have to support them further. So that is number 13 creating constant user feedback groups. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you do like what I share, please do come and subscribe to the podcast, perhaps even leave a review so that other people can find this podcast as well and benefit from everything that I am sharing. Also, if you enjoyed, I would love if you want to take a screenshot of this episode, share it out onto your social media platforms. If you do, please, please do tag me. I'm Annette underscore Fergs on both Twitter and Instagram. So if you tag me, I can come along, give you a follow, give you a like and some love over there as well. Until next time.